We now join in singing our entrance hymn number 168 in your hymn book, Be Thou My Vision. Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. the Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A very warm welcome to St. Bride's Church in Cambus Lang for the celebration of morning Mass, which is the funeral Mass for Joseph McGuigan. We welcome to the church uh, his brothers and sisters, family members and family friends who have joined us for the Mass, and I know that uh, for a long time you've had a long association uh, with uh, this area here, and especially with Newton, and so I want to welcome you uh, very much uh, to the church. Um, today, uh, especially, we thank God for the life of Joseph, uh, part of the family, of course, uh, very special brother uh, to many of you, very special relative, and we want to thank God for his life and the grace and blessings that he's brought to all of you. To begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask, Blessed Mary, our Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, Almighty Father, our faith professes that your Son died and rose again. Mercifully grant that through this mystery, your servant, who has fallen asleep in Christ, may rejoice to rise again through him, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Please be seated. A reading from the Book of Wisdom. The souls of the virtuous are in the hands of God. 
no torment shall ever touch them. In the eyes of the unwise, they did appear to die. Their going looked like a disaster. They're leaving us like annihilation. But they are in peace. If they experienced punishment as men see it, their hope was rich with immortality. Slight was their affliction, great will their blessing be. God has put them to the test and proved them worthy to be with him. He has tested them like gold in a furnace and accepted them as a holocaust. They who trust in him will understand the truth. Those who are faithful will live with him in love. For grace and mercy await those he has chosen. The word of the Lord.
reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. The life and death of each of us has its influence on others. If we live, we live for the Lord, and if we die, we die for the Lord, so that, alive or dead, we belong to the Lord. This explains why Christ both died and came to life. It was so that he might be Lord both of the dead and of the living. We shall all have to stand before the judgment seat of God. As scripture says, By my life, it is the Lord who speaks. Every knee shall bend before me, and every tongue shall praise God. It is to God, therefore, that each of us must give an account of himself. The word of the Lord. We now stand to greet the gospel. with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. And Jesus said to his disciples, do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God still and trust in me. There are many rooms in my father's house. If there were not, I should have told you. I am going now to prepare a place for you. And after I have gone and prepared your place, I shall return to take you with me, so that where I am, you may be too. You know the way to the place where I am going. Thomas said, Lord, we do not know where you're going, so how can we know the way? And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. The Gospel of the Lord. Please be seated. It's a true experience of getting older that you don't know where the years go. And as you get older, I'm sure some of you might agree with me, uh, time seems to pass quicker. One year disappears into the next In the end, uh, you kind of begin to think how short life actually seems. One minute you're young, and then the next minute you're not so young. 
I'm sure for the life of the family, the experience here is the same too. It perhaps doesn't seem all that long since each of you were young. It doesn't seem all that long when you were young boys and girls running around the fields in Newton, uh, taking the roads with your parents as well. It doesn't seem all that long since you were at school. It doesn't seem all that work long since you began your working life getting married, starting a family. And now you're older and you wonder where the years go. As you think perhaps of Joseph today, how short life his life must seem to you today. I'm sure that you remember him as the young boy he once was and the young man that he was growing up in the large family that was your own, that close family where everyone lived for each other and supported each other. You were brought up to work hard as a family. In life, in that sense, nothing was given to you. You had to earn it and to work for it. And I know, speaking uh, to some members of the family, that Joseph himself also worked hard, was skilled with his hands, was a strong and able man, He seemed to be able to turn his hands to most things in life. As things were to turn out for his own life, he lived a kind of solitary life, if you like. He very much liked his own company, I believe. And especially in those final years, he was content to be in the house, to watch TVs and the DVDs that he had. When a brother passes from life, there is indeed something missing in the life of a family. That space that was once occupied by them is hard to fill. There is that terrible feeling, isn't there, that something is missing in life that cannot be replaced. We so wish that they could have lived longer. We so wish that they wouldn't have passed. And it's as if with them passing a part of herself passes as well. The family doesn't seem quite so complete without them. Joseph, I know, belonged to your own family, which was a travelling family, which embodies an ancient way of life that human beings led before they settled down to towns and cities people travelling by the light of stars, people going where the crops were sown and harvested or to gather in and see the harvest, of travelling to places and being free and unrestricted. And Joseph was brought up in this life and was very respectful of the traditions that he'd received. Although, like many in the travelling community, he began to live in a house himself, uh, like the rest of us who do that. The way of the traveller, I know, is not an easy way. The essence of all of our lives, though, is exactly the same. To be like a traveller, to be on a journey, to take a road, to walk a path. All of us, in a certain sense, are travellers through life itself. And that journey that we're on, Very often we don't know where it will take us. No one knows the twists and turns that lie ahead 
in the road. But at the end of life, if we get that chance, we can look over our shoulder and we're often surprised at how far we've come. The places, the situations that we've been in that we never thought that we would be in. The scrapes that we survived, the amazing things that have happened to us along the way. Joseph had his own road, his own journey, his own path, his own way that he travelled through life. In this place, in this church, we believe that that journey that we take, of course, is not taken alone. That God himself walks with us, he guides us and protects us along the way. How often we are worried in life that we seem lost and don't know the way ahead. And how often it is that we've found the road again. It's as if we've been pointed out to us, as if we've been guided to this place. And of course, just as every journey of itself has an end, we believe that all of the roads of our life have an ending that lead to God himself, to his love, to his mercy, and to his peace. I'm sure that you will agree with me today, especially today, that life passes all too quickly. When you think of Joseph's life, it seems all too short. Where have all the years gone? It doesn't seem perhaps all that long since he played in the fields and that he worked at the things that he worked at, but now he's gone. I suppose it makes sense that the gift itself that God has given us is the gift of life on this journey. And if there is a precautionary word for us all, today and always, it is to use that gift well and to hold it as something precious. For we're only given one life at the end of the day. Today we're in this place to thank God for Joseph's life, for the blessing of a brother's love, for the blessing of a family's uh, love. We're here thank God for the blessings of life. Please stand. Let us come to our loving Father, asking him to give eternal rest to the departed and comfort and hope to the living. For the family of the church, that we may grow in our faith and power of Jesus over sin and death. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For the leaders of nations, that they may promote peace and justice in the world, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For those who mourn their loss, especially the family and friends of our brother Joseph, that their grief may be lightened by the risen Christ, and his promise to unite us again in our heavenly home. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For Joseph, our brother, who sleeps in the Lord, that he may be raised up on the last day and receive the reward of his goodness. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. 
In silent prayer, let us remember our personal needs and intentions. God of our salvation, you reward the just and console those who mourn. Hear our prayers today in the name of your risen Son, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Please be seated. Our offer to him is number 273 in your hymn book, Gifts of Bread and Wine. brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. As we humbly present to you these offerings, O Lord, for the salvation of your servant, we beseech your mercy that he who did not doubt your Son to be a loving Saviour may find in him a most merciful judge, through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For even though by our own fault we perish, yet by your compassion and your grace, when seized by death according to our sins, we are redeemed through Christ's great victory and with him called back into life. And so with the powers of heaven, we worship you constantly on the earth. And before you, without end, we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. 
You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them with the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember your servant Joseph, whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that he who was united with, you in a, united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. And have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, our spouse, the Blessed Apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. Amen. I ask you please to stand. We pray together in the words that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil, and graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity, in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. And the peace of the Lord be with you always. And now let's offer one another a sign of peace and friendship.
This is the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. join in singing our communion hymn number 628, Soul of My Saviour. to be. 
please stand. Lord God, whose Son left us in the sacrament of his body, food for the journey, mercifully grant that strengthened by it, our dear brother may come to the eternal table of Christ, who lives and reigns for ever and ever. Please join in singing our final hymn, number 309, Hail Queen of Heaven.
supposed to be.